Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Casey Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I am a grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life application of what it truly means to being love in action. Hello and greetings to each of you. I greet you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, it is that time again this week that we get to come together. Amen. And I am just always excited when I get to come and be on the Being Love in Action podcast. I kid you not, it is a highlight of my life. It is also, you know, especially in these quarantine times when I have uh, something to look forward to and be expecting something. Amen. So again, it is a pleasure to be with you guys back this week. And I pray that this week has been one that has been filled with some great things. Amen. I pray that this weekend um, was one that was a great weekend and that, you know, there were some great things happening. And if there were some unfortunate things happening, because let's be real, we have to deal with the realities of life. Everything is not going to always be hunky dory. You know, we're going to have tragedies. We're going to have trauma. We're going to have grief. We're going to have all of those things that make us human. But what I want to say to you today that is that if you experienced some of the hardships in life this past week, I just pray that God's strength be upon you and that you find something in your life to grab a hold of. Amen. You know, one of the greatest things that have kept me throughout my life, even when I was younger, you know, where I am today is not where I was even 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I'm grateful for the progress in my life. And I'm grateful that God never left me, you know, even when I I wasn't obedient, even when I didn't always live according to his will, God saw a purpose in my life. He kept me from danger seen and unseen. Amen. And I'm grateful for that. You know, my brothers and sisters, I really am. And, you know, I know that, you know, there were times when I experienced life hardships, like really, and I'm still experiencing, you know, sufferings. But guess what? It is my my faith and it is my faith in God. It is my hope in the Savior that gives me strength. Amen. And so I just pray to you that today, you know, no matter what, and I encourage you that no matter what you have experienced, even on today, that you can find joy in the Lord. You can find encouragement in God's word. You can find the strength to move on. Amen. Oh, that's so wonderful. I pray that on today again, that as we prepare to come together, I have a great word for you today. You know, um, Today, I want us to talk about, yes, this is the Being Love in Action podcast. So love is always the center of everything. Amen. And and not only is it is it is the center, it is the gauge and how we should um, reflect our own lives. Personally, we can't look at other people 
before we begin to look at ourselves. Amen. I am one that's always about self-reflection. You know, I can't look at others until I look at Kenya first. Amen. So I'm, I'm grateful to God that he has given that part of my personality. And so this morning when I woke up, um, he gave me, he just told me to go to uh, Isaiah 53. And so I went to Isaiah 53 and I began to read Isaiah 53. And, you know, I read it a few times and, you know, um, so, you know, of course, I always say, God, what is it? What are you saying to me? Because I didn't realize it was a word or something that he wanted me to share with you all. You know, God is like that. You know, we have our personal devotional times and, you know, uh, many times the things that he have for me is for me. And then he'll give me something that's to share. Amen. But today it was a it was a double double dip because it was a word that he had given me. And it was also a word that he wanted me to share with you. Amen. And so that's what I want to do today. I, today, I want to talk about how do you love those you don't benefit from? How do you love those you don't benefit from? In other words, how do you treat people that you don't feel have a benefit to your life is a gauge on who you are. It is a moral it is an integrity gauge. Amen. It is a character gauge. I know you're going to say, well, how can you say that? Well, I'm going I'm to I'm explain it to you. But I want you to understand is that we live in a society, in a culture. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. Amen. People are people. You know, it transcends race. It transcends culture. It is humanity. So we're talking about the heart of mankind. Right. Which supersedes all of the other the other stuff. Right. You know, not that the other stuff does not play parts on some things that we do, but I'm talking about overall, how we do we treat those around us who we don't benefit from. And this is a reflection for everybody. It doesn't matter your social economic status. It doesn't matter your 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 um head of household status. What I mean by that is if you're single, you're married, divorced, you're widowed, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm talking to adults. No, no children are really listening to this podcast. Um, but if they were, uh, you know, the language, not necessarily that it's bad language, the, um, the topics are for more mature people. Amen. So, you know, when I say these things, I want you to get a gauge on what I'm talking about. How do you treat people that you don't feel you can benefit from. And let's be honest, we all are guilty of that in our lives. You know, sometimes in business, maybe, you know, you, you want to, you want to meet the movers and the shakers. Amen. And you know how we do, we network, you know, LinkedIn. I don't have a, a profile on LinkedIn. I don't like LinkedIn. I know people say it's great, but I think it's just too much personal information out there for other people in this time of identity crisis and all identity theft and all that. But that's just my personal opinion. I know many people that connect on LinkedIn with many other great men and women. And it's a networking, um, a networking, uh, platform. And it's, and it has done, you know, people have met great people, but if you even think about LinkedIn, people are looking for others to, link with so that they can benefit. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just trying to get a, give us a picture of what I'm, what we're talking about today. So why do we, why do we feel in this, in this society? And remember, we're talking about internationally. Why do we feel we're talking about human humanity, humankind? 
why do we how do we treat other people? And if we look at LinkedIn, you know, people are putting out their resumes. So people are leading with all of their accolades. It is all about what I have accomplished. And my goal is to catch the eye of someone in a company that can I can, you know, not necessarily be a blessing to, but that I can possibly become an asset to. So, you know, of course, people are polished. They have on their 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 business attire. They all of their eyes are dotted. Their T's are crossed. And most of the times you're going to be very nice or very patient when you're trying to connect with someone. Amen. In other words, there's a benefit from that relationship. There's a benefit from, you know, business relationships. There is a benefit even from ministry relationships. Many times people don't understand business ministry is a business, but it's God's business. So it should be handled differently from the way that the world handles it. But that's another topic for another day. I believe that as believers in Christ, even when we do business, it shouldn't be the same as the world. We should be set apart in how we do things. Amen. But, you know, if you look at social media, you look at how people interact, look at how people interact in families, you know, with one another. You know, how do we treat people that we don't see as beneficial to us? See, this is the topic today. How do you treat your family members that live in the hood or are poorer than you? How do you treat them? I'm just going to be real. How do you treat family members who may not have as much as you. How do you treat them? Do you still treat them kind? Do you still respect them? Do you still honor them? Do you still look out for them? Do you still call them? Are you still connecting with them? Or you don't. This is self-reflection. I wish, you know, I'm, I'm debating about going live to do question and answers or do part of the podcast where we can get live with our, with all of you. I would love to hear your voices and have conversations with you where we can interact with each other, right? So how would how do you treat people that you don't benefit from? How do you treat um, that homeless person that you may see that has a sign saying I'm hungry, right? How do you treat them? Do you give them a dollar even though you know you're on the way to the mall to get some shoes or whatever you want to get? Or do you pass them by or do you say, man... You know what? They're just going to buy some alcohol or drugs. How do you treat them? Do you still treat them with respect? How do you treat that young person, young man that you see dressed with the with the pants sagging or with all the piercings in their their nose or their tattoos all over the face? How do you treat them? How do you treat people when you don't benefit from them? When the world is not watching, when people are not filming stuff on social media to show you what they're doing, how do you treat people? Are you a person you just do things so you can, you know, for shock value and you can tell people, yeah, I did this. And, you know, look, look at what I did. Here's my resume. I, you know, I, I feed this many people every week, you know, and here's here's the proof. I have it on video. How do you treat people? When they don't benefit from you. You know, I, I saw um, something about how we, you know, communicate and, and treat each other. And for us as believers, Jesus Christ is our model. 
is our model to look at. We are Christian means Christ in shins. It means Christ followers. We are following the very model of Jesus Christ. And we know that Jesus was, he embodied love. He was compassion. He was love in action. What he did on Calvary is an example of him being love in action, right? So here is what I'm going to read Isaiah 53. I'm going to read all uh, the 12 verses. Um, and I just want you to, as I'm reading it, it's, it's not a particular verse cause I'm going to kind of, you know, go back and forth off a few of them, but I, I just want you to understand what I mean when I say Christ is the model of love because what we do and how we treat each other is a direct reflection of our heart and a direct reflection of our integrity, who we are as a person. You know, everyone wants to befriend the person that is popular for the most part. You know, everyone wants to befriend that person. And they treat that person differently from the person that's the kid that's quiet in school. Amen. And for all of us who are who are real adults on here, like older in age, you know, are, you know, not in our 20s or 30s is what I'm saying. We can remember and those who are in their 20s and 30s, you can probably remember like yesterday being in high school and maybe you were a popular kid or maybe you were not the popular kid. And think about how people treated you. You know, maybe if you were a smart kid, I was a smart kid in school, but I didn't get people to, to bully me or tell me they wanted me to do their homework or anything. But think about how nice people are to you in school when they know you're a smart kid and they want to they want to maybe copy off your work or, or, or get you to be their study partner. But throughout the rest of the day, they don't really speak to you. They don't talk to you, you know, but when they need you, it's a different situation. See, we got to remember who Christ was. And Isaiah 53 is the only part of the Bible per se that really in depth indebtedly looks at the long suffering of Christ. Now, remember, this is prophetic. This is prophecy being spoken. So this is prior to Christ coming in to, to existence in the natural world and in, in this, in the physical world. And, and here the prophet was really talking about everything that Jesus was going to experience, but not only what he was going to experience, but why? So I'm, let me go ahead and get into this. And I'm reading from the NIV translation, it says, who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. I want you to understand that this is setting up the very character of Christ. And it makes us really look at ourselves or the world. Amen. And how we perceive people that we we feel as being honorable or people that we feel are people that we should respect. It says Jesus came into position in this world in a very humble means. Many of us, you know, we started out very humble means. And what I mean by that, it can mean poor. It can mean not in a situation where you had fame and fortune. Jesus was very humble. 
He had very humble beginnings. Amen. And it said he was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain. How many of us are can say that we've experienced pain? Amen. Do you understand that you are in great company? That we are in great company because Jesus Christ experienced pain as well. If you do didn't know that, beloved of God, here today, I'm, I'm, you know, one thing I'm learning, read the word of God. And when you get a chance and you finish uh, listening to the podcast, I want you to go back to Isaiah 53 and I want you to read it. And when you read the word of God, read it. Sometimes it may take you one or two times to read it. And just begin to ask God to open your heart and your mind and and give you knowledge and understanding about the word. What is he saying? Amen. And it says, like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. That's the word of today. How do you love those who you hold in low esteem? That's good, isn't it? How can you love people that you look down on, in other words? Or do you even love them? And do you even put love and low esteem in the same sentence? Because if we're honest, most people don't think twice about people. They don't see benefits their life or they hold in low esteem. It says, surely he took our pain and bore our suffering Yet we considered him punished by God. How many times we see people we know could be family members. It could be, you know, someone in our church or in our community, you know, in our jobs. And we see them and we know that they are experiencing some things in life. And we see them as someone maybe that God has cursed or they can't be they can't they can't love God or they can't be living right because they wouldn't be going through all the things that they're going through. How many have said that? Come on, let's let's be honest today. I know I've said that before when I didn't know any better. When I was still experiencing life and not understanding even who I was to God and and my purpose in life. Oh, yes, I've said that. Can you be see part of growing in Christ in the word of God is being honest about who we are and our own mess ups because we can't begin to even speak healing to others if we're not honest about our own issues. Amen. And it says, but he was pierced talking about Jesus Christ for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds, we are healed. So yes, this is where you can find when it says in some, some translations by his stripes, it goes back to the day on Calvary when he was he was beaten. He was literally stripped of everything except his loincloth, his underwear. In those days, they didn't call him underwear, but his loincloth. And he was beaten, how they would beat slaves with a whip. And it talks about those lashes that he received, meaning every lash was a lash that he took for you and I. Every lash that he took was a lash of healing for you and I. So when you hear people of God say, man, by his stripes, we are healed. That means when we speak to diseases that we have or, you know, sickness and disease that our family members have. And we begin to speak to the to that spirit, to that thing. And we say by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. We are not sick, even though we have the symptoms. We can begin to plead the blood of the lamb over our lives. 
Amen. It says we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he did not open his mouth by oppression and judgment. He was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? Did anyone stand for Christ? Did anyone stand for Christ? Even Pontius Pilate, when he was brought before Pontius Pilate, who was the, 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 the emperor at that time, and he said, listen, I have not found any wrong in this man. I can't commend him to death. All of the Jewish leaders wanted Christ killed and even some of the people. And he said, I, I don't want this man blood on my, I have not fought, find any fault in him. And so they say, crucify him. Let Barabbas go and still let Jesus go. And he said, it's your will. It's on you. It's not on me. No one stood up for Christ. But can I tell you something? That was part of the plan. No one was supposed to stand up for him. Because he had to fulfill his purpose in life. Are you fulfilling your purpose in life? Are you literally saying, think, are you literally mindful of your purpose in life? Are you willing to, when no one else stands for what you're doing and what you're saying, will you continue to do the work of the Lord? Let me share with you um, just a, a part of my testimony with the podcast. When I started the podcast, um, it, it's, um, it's been a year and six months, so a year and a half um, that I started the, the podcast. And I remember when God spoke first, when the, when the opportunity was first presented to me, I was like, mm, I don't know anything about podcasting. I still, I'm still to this day not as well versed as I probably would like to. But I'm just taking it, you know, day by day how God gives it to me, right? I'm, I'm trying to learn new things as well. But I'm not um, consumed by all of the trends, if that makes sense. And so when I started the podcast, I was like, well, God, how am I going to get this information out here? I, you know, I have an Instagram and stuff, but... Honestly, I don't really do the social media stuff all the time. People say, you got to get on social media. You got to have a social media presence and all of this stuff. And, and, you know, I don't have a whole lot of followings and all that stuff on social media because I don't really put myself out there, you know, always posting and all of that. And so I said, okay, God, if this is something you want me to do, you got to, you got to allow me to know that people are hearing. One of the things that God said to me very early was, I don't want you to be consumed with the numbers. So I was like, okay, you want me to do this podcast, but don't be concerned about the numbers. But how do I know if people are listening? Well, as of December 21st, December of last year, which is what? Four months ago, um, I had 31 followers. Now I had about, I want to say about almost 16. I had almost 2000. So I'm going to say it was about 1500 almost 1600 downloads. Now the downloads are the actual listens. That means 1600 people had listened to my podcast, right? 
even though I had 31 followers. So I was okay with that because I said, okay, God, people are listening. They don't want to, they're not following me, but they're still listening. So that's all that mattered was that the, the word, the gospel was getting out. And apparently it was getting out enough that people were still wanting to hear what God was saying through this ministry. And so it wasn't until February, I had not looked at the podcast, you know, I hadn't done a new podcast until February for the new year. And I was like, okay, God, you know, what do I need to say? Blah, 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 blah. So I looked at um, my statistics, which I get um, daily. I can look at the daily. I know daily how many listens I have. I can tell where all of my listeners are from. I can tell how many people are listening from that particular place. So for instance, um, I can look at Texas and it'll show me, you know, it might say five people in Texas or it might say 30 people in Texas, whatever the case may be. I'll see it and it breaks it down daily and then it breaks it down by months by month. So right now it would say um, it's we're in April, right? So it'll say April 1 through uh, what's today's date? The, the, the 19th, I think it is. So it'll give me the, the, the 1st of April through the 18th of April today. Okay. So I'll see that. And so it wasn't until February. I looked at it myself to say, go look at your statistics. Cause I hadn't looked at it since December, like the last podcast I did for December. And I said, Oh my God, I had like 300 and something follow new followers. And I'm like, what is going on? Why do I all of a sudden my followers increased? And I'm like, and then I'm looking, oh my God, I, you know, I'm almost at 2000 downloads now. And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? Right. So, you know, February, I released the first podcast for the, for the month, for that, for the, for the new year. And one of the things I had prayed and I asked God, I said, God, listen, um, If if I could do anything, God, I said, you know, my first day when I release a podcast, if I can get 20 people to hear the podcast, right? I'm telling you, I said 20. I was just like, God, because normally my first first day, I may get them, you know, it may be 15, 10 to 15 people that listen that day. Now, I'm telling you about the past. And, and the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because it is my personal testimony, but it also falls into what um, we're talking about. How do you love those you don't benefit from? Right. So um, I said, OK, God, you know, that's fine. You know, and, and so I noticed that my followers were increasing and then my numbers were were, you know, the downloads. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is like amazing. What is really going on? And so I noticed that the first podcast I released for the for the new year, I had about within an hour, 60 downloads within an hour. That means 60 people listen to the podcast. And and remember, I just say, God, just give me 20 people. Right now, one thing I want you to know, God is very mindful of us. He knows what we need. He knows when we need to be encouraged. He knows and he answers prayers. My prayer was 20. And when that scripture says he does above and beyond what you it could expect. I mean, I was I, all I wanted to ask for was 20. 
and it tripled. It was 60. Amen. It, it, you know, it doubled. It was 60. So I say, wow. So as of today, which is April 18th, I have like 43, almost 4,300 followers. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm almost at 5K before the probably before this month is out. I'm going to be at 5000 followers right now to someone who is a social media star and all that stuff. That's nothing to them. But for someone who. Honestly, I love God and I love his people and I love what my assignment is. Amen. And no, I don't benefit from people listening. Amen. As of yet, I don't get paid. You know, I pay to broadcast my podcast, but I don't get paid. I don't have any sponsorships or anything yet. If that's what God wants to bless me with, that's fine. But what I'm saying is when I get here on this podcast and I'm studying and I'm praying and I'm asking God, what am I, what am I to say? You know, the benefit is that I'm doing the work of God and I love his people. Amen. And so when I had 31 followers and, and now almost 5,000, I still have the same love. I still have the same passion. I still have the same commitment. So my love has, has not changed. Those, those people who were listening then, you know, they're listening now. And then there are new people that are listening. So what am I saying is that, first of all, just when God is giving you something to do, just do it. Now, this was not what this podcast was about, but, you know, I'm, I'm whenever I say things, I just have to be led by the spirit of God. So that's what I do. Just do it. Step out on faith. And do what God has asked you to do. Because I promise you, he'll bring the increase and you'll have moments. Watch this. I went through in February, March, so many. I went through thousands. I'm at forty three hundred followers now so probably before the month is over i'll be at 5k right but remember in december i just had 31 people that were following me right but it still doesn't matter how many people were following me because the word of god was still going out because i had many people that were listening they just wasn't following amen so what i want you to understand is that if you continue to do what god asked you to do regardless of what it is it doesn't have to be something in ministry because when we accept Jesus Christ, we are called to, we are compelled to share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. That is for every believer, whether they are led to leadership or not, you are required because when you have the joy of God in your life and the joy of God in your heart, you are excited about what God has done for you. Amen. You know, Isaiah 53 talks about the long suffering of Christ. Amen. And it teach it taught us, it gives us something in, in the next episode. I'm going to pick back up on uh, this, this subject. So I'm going to do a part two because I, I started talking about my testimony and I believe that God wanted me to share that because it was someone that needed to hear because maybe it's it's something, whether it's your business, you know, maybe it is ministry. Maybe God wants you to do something, you know, a podcast. Maybe he wants you to do whatever it is. Don't be afraid to step out and do it and don't be consumed about numbers and, oh, you know, I don't see this many people. Man, listen, God searches the hearts of people. 
you know, the beauty of what we're sharing here in Isaiah, it said Jesus came in the, in a most humble way. He had no beauty or no majesty attract us to him. See, it's not me. You guys don't see me. You may see my picture on, you know, the the podcast, um, uh, the podcast promo, but you don't see me. So when you come back and you hear, you're listening, you're listening to hear what God is saying through me. Amen. The word of God tells us it is the Holy Spirit that draws men. It's not me. He uses me just like he uses you who are listening. And, and, and remember, you know, he was rejected. It wasn't his appearance. He was rejected by people who despised him and he did nothing. People are not going to always like you. I just want you to understand that people don't always like me. I, I don't I haven't done anybody anything, but they won't like you. They'll pick something that has nothing to do with anything. And they'll say, oh, I don't like them. Oh, I don't like her. I don't like her ministry. I don't like who she is or, you know, I don't like who he is. I'm not, I don't want to support his business. And all you've ever done is, is shown integrity and character. Or maybe your flaws were exposed. Can I say something? We all are flawed. Maybe you were having a bad day and someone came and you didn't say the nicest things to them. And now they're bashing you, right? Chalk it up, suck it up, you know, and keep it moving. If you ever get an opportunity to apologize, hey, listen, that was a bad day. I pray that, you know, it wasn't my intention to offend you. But listen, those things will not stop you. It didn't stop Christ. They hid his face from him. They said he was despised and held in a low esteem. People are going to hold us in low esteem. Someone that's famous, they may not even look at my little podcast. They may say, man, who is that? She's not... She's not a, she's not with Joyce Meyer. She's not with uh, TDJ. She's not with, um, you know, all of these great men and women of God. I don't know who she is. I'm not listening to her podcast. And they're going to say the same. Some people are going to say the same thing about you, whatever it is that God has you to do. But guess what? They did the same thing to Christ. So what I want you to know is that you're in great company. You may say, but woman of God, you said, how do you love those you don't benefit from by following the model of Jesus Christ? That's love one-on-one. Remember the title of this podcast is Being Love in Action. That's love one-on-one. So what am I saying? Isaiah said it for us. If we are modeling Christ, we got to understand that there are some things that we're going to deal with that, that models his life. That's my friend, how you know that you are a true disciple and follower of Christ. If everywhere you go, people love you. If everything that you do is great. If everything that you do is pain free. If you don't have good days. If you don't have some suffering. If you don't have some trauma. If you don't have some tragedy. My friend, I don't know if you're really following Christ. Because believers of Christ, we're going to have a little bit of all of that. And some people have a lifetime of that. But it doesn't mean that they are not beloved by God. It doesn't mean that they are not anointed. It means maybe that was what God wanted for their life. Long suffering is a fruit of the spirit. We just don't talk about it. So how do you love those you don't benefit from? You love them by following Christ's model to love them. 
just by being love in action, being who you are. Amen. Just by being who you are, following the model of Christ. Listen, we're going to pick up on, we're going to pick up on this topic on next week. Um, I may come back uh, maybe one day this week to complete it. But we're going to come back and we're going to pick up on how do you love those you don't benefit from? Because it's it's a lot of meat here. And um, like I said, I did the testimony, which was truly a blessing. And I believe God wanted someone to hear it. So I pray that on today you were blessed by this podcast. And I am so looking forward to part two of this. How do you love those you don't benefit from? Amen. And I know here on this podcast, we always offer Christ. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or for the pardoning of your sins. Listen, we serve a true and living God. And he said it is his will for no man to perish, but for every man to have everlasting life. Listen, death is an appointment that we all have to make. We just want to make sure that we have our VIP registration. Amen. And that VIP registration is for everyone. We are you and I. We are very important people to Christ. Amen. So listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ, I pray today that you pray a prayer of repentance. That means whatever you're feeling in your heart and saying, God, listen, I'm sorry for what I have done and I'm ready to follow you. I'm ready to give my life for you. And it tells us in Romans 10 and 9, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the word of God. And yes, that is salvation 101. Listen, I pray today and I thank you for tuning in. And we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Amen. Yes. Part two of how do you love those you don't benefit from Isaiah 53 next week or actually maybe one day this week. Amen. So tune up with us weekly right here on the Podbean app and Apple iTunes. And some of you are tuning in from different sources. We love you and we thank you for tuning in. And if you like to contact us listen we so want you to contact and communicate with us listen if you want to share how this particular podcast has blessed you or any of the podcasts or if you want to share your testimony with us listen email us or if you would like us to pray for you listen i am an intercessor at heart that was the first introduction i had into ministry that is part of who i am we would love to pray for you amen you can email us at Kenya that's K-E-N-Y-A C Williams Ministries at Yahoo.com and until next time remember and now these three remain faith hope and love but the greatest of these is love 1 Corinthians 13 and 13 and I am Reverend K.C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries peace and blessings and remember to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Amen. Until next week, we see you then. Love you and be blessed. Bye-bye.